introducing my mum, Vina V. I love you, mummy. Mum, to millionaire, I empower you to take control, make money. Mum, to millionaire, you can have it all, we won't let you fall. Mum, to It's Vina V and welcome to the 36th episode of the Mum to Millionaire podcast, helping you grow your business and create an incredible life for your children. Today on the show, I cannot wait to get stuck in. She's a mum of two, a specialist dietitian and an author. Please welcome Alicia Raiden. Thank you. I literally cannot wait to start talking to you and just discover how on earth you are doing everything and we are going to be talking on the show today about how you can really kind of work on your dreams make your dreams come true whilst being on maternity leave because that is what you have done Alicia um so let's actually take it back right to when you've you know you've had your first beautiful child um how did it all happen? Because you were in your specialist dietitian, as I mentioned. Yeah. So how did that all kind of click in with working, going on maternity leave? But now you're also an author. How on earth have you done it? Um, well, basically, it all started, as you've said, um, but my career was actually is actually as a specialist diabetes dietitian. Um, and I've been working in that for many, many years. And then I was so happy to hear the news that I was going to become a mum. And um, I did work until about three weeks or so before the due date. And suddenly when I stopped work, because as you know, when you're working, you're on the go all the time, you know, fitting in um, with regards to even just being a career person, a wife, uh, daughter-in-law, daughter. There's many roles that come with all of that also, doesn't it? And then suddenly I was going to become a mum and I was so excited and it was one of my dreams that was actually going to come true because it's something that I always wanted. Um, Anyway, I finished my work three weeks before and suddenly I found myself twiddling my thumbs. I was all ready for this child to come, but it was was a little bit stubborn. He was coming a little bit. So um, that's when I just started to sort of think about different things um, because I had the time to do so. My husband actually... um, is a publisher as well and um, I'd actually done a little bit of work with him um, as I've mentioned with yourself Vina before is that um, he's actually into writing children's books based on two characters Aku and Kamu and I'd actually helped and supported him within the early years of our marriage and um, actually now it's payback <laughs> Well, basically, it was just a thing of thinking, well, he got me into into writing a little bit because of that. That's where I got my first taste yeah. of it. And I thought, oh, this is something totally different. And it was a children's theme, so it was really sort of like really enjoyable. Um, being around in the Far East with him, promoting it a little bit, and I actually got involved in writing one of the books based on healthy eating, which, of course, was linked wow. with my career. Yeah. So um, that sort of gave me the first taster for becoming an author. Becoming an author. And... Then when I actually became a mum, I held this child, this beautiful baby in my arms and I thought, wow, this is my biggest dream that has actually come true to become a mum. And I just wanted to make the most of the moment that I had. And I think sometimes um, when you actually become a mum, you know, there's so many feelings that can come with that. Mm -hmm. There's excitement, there's happiness, you can be a little bit afraid, suddenly you've got the responsibility of another human life. 
you know, it's tiring, as you know, people always say, get you sleeping before the child arrives. Oh God, do you know what? I wish I'd listened to people. Seriously. Like, I haven't had a lion for like seven years now. <laughs> uh, exactly. I know the feeling. Um, well, basically, it was just so I thought, well, OK, yes, that's one of the things now. I was up in the early hours feeding the little one. And many a times you sat there on your own. And there's not much on TV at that time either to keep you going. Um, so um, I started to think about all different things. And these ideas came into my head about um, writing a, and actually forming a new character. I think the other thing that came about, of course, is that I started looking at children's TV a little bit as well and realised that there wasn't much out there with regards to superheroines. And um, in my time, it was Wonder Woman. Yeah. And and I wanted to sort of think about creating something new. So that's where I started to put pen to paper. And suddenly this character came to life. And and it, it's amazing because people think, well, how did you find the time? When did you do it? But it wasn't an overnight thing. This yeah. came over the full year of my maternity leave, basically, of just jotting down ideas, putting things together. And then I returned to work for a short time. And then I actually was expecting my second child. I had my children Aww. quite together. So um, there was only about 15 months between them. And wow, so that is very brave of you, Alicia. <laughs> well, it, it was hard initially. And I'm sure there's many mothers out there that could relate to that, whether you've got one or more, more sort of like children out there, one child or more. But at the same time, it gives you this inner energy, you know, this yeah. inner life. And inspiration to do more and so when my second child came along of course I had time out again from my uh, other career and that's where I continued it and this book started to form come to life and um, it was with a lot of encouragement I will say from my husband of course supporting me to try and sort of develop on this but also I think my biggest inspiration would be my own mum and she's all me to sort of fulfill my dreams in life she's a very hard-working person yeah I always used to look at her and think how do you juggle all these things she was a mom of four wow. she you know, had a career she was a dutiful wife you know 24 7 anybody could knock on our door and they'd get a four-course meal and I'd look at her and <laughs> oh think, god I better come over to your mum's house <laughs> <laughs> Uh, delicious as it is as well and, um, and then basically then she went back to higher education did a teaching certificate she was that a is amazing you know, she took so much so for me I'm thinking well I had a career I've gone on maternity leave and this is what I'm doing yes I've got a, a beautiful child yeah. um, I have two children then but you know there's still so much time in the day and I think sometimes we don't grasp that moment and make the most of it um, and this is what I basically did. I, any little moment I had, I'd jot things down, whether it's even an idea and just jotting it on the magnet on the fridge yeah. or putting it here and there and suddenly just putting things together. It was just exciting to just try and do something different at a yeah. most exciting time in my life. That I is think. seriously yeah. just so amazing though because we are all knackered constantly you've got these two little babies both running around in nappies but you still manage to find those pockets of times and I really want to talk to you more about that because you know my son is like going to be seven next year and you still get those times sometimes you know you'll you'll pick him up from school I might take him swimming by the time we come back I am literally knackered I think most mums in general we get so tired so how do you really kind of 
um, what's the word, kind of really benefit from those pockets of times when you do have maybe those bursts of energies rather than sitting down, which a lot of most people might do. And there's nothing wrong with that if you are tired and you've got loads of children. But we're, you know, mum to millionaires all about creating this ideal lifestyle, kind of put the hard work in now. And then, you know, in a few years time, whenever it'll be, you can create that lifestyle for yourself. So how did you do it? How can you help kind of other mums? Do you have any kind of, I don't know, special techniques to kind of... I think really one of the biggest things is believing in yourself. Yeah. I think it's that inner belief to think that you can achieve and you can do these things. And sometimes when people, I think I put pen to paper, I think there's still a lot of mums out there that think maybe they don't do other things, but sometimes relaxing, switching on the TV, switching off and having five minutes, that's a break and relaxation for, for some. Some mothers that may decide thinking, right, you know, they may have somebody to look after the child for a short while. They might decide to go out for a walk or go to the gym for half an hour. Um, I think even though we think that we don't make the time, we all make time to do something to get a little bit of time out. And for me, uh, my time out was because I wasn't able to get out of the house. It was, well, what can I do whilst I'm in the home to make just when I knew that my child was sleeping, everything was fine and sorted, I had a few moments and that's when I thought, well, this is something new. And, and because I was excited about it, it's something that I enjoyed doing once I started it. I think that gives you that inner energy to just want to carry on and do more. And then the more I was doing it, as the book was developing, the more excited I became. And I think as you, people have said to me that I've read the book, that they can see that as the book goes on, the energy sort of increases with it. And wow. I think to how I was when I was actually writing it. And that, do you think as well, is it because you kind of had a clear goal of what you wanted to do? Because I find a lot when I talk to people, you know, there's always excuses. I'm no exception to this, but, you know, a few years ago, when I, I feel like I've really changed uh, mentally in these last couple of years. But going back to when I was 21, I'd, I'd just had my son. There was a lot of kind of excuses going on or I'm not good enough. I, like what You know, all this kind of stuff. Do you think a lot of it then is to do with that? If mums are kind of thinking, oh, I possibly can't do something. Do you think a lot of it does stem from within rather than actually the situation? Yeah, I think, it, as I said, I think a lot of it is with regards to that. I think it is in a belief. Um, as I'm sure you understand as well, and I'm sure a lot of mums or generally people out there realise, life is like a roller coaster. You have your ups yeah. and you have your downs. And, you know, we've all been through that in life. And what I decided to do was grasp the moment when it was a positive time in my life. Yeah. And through that, my children gave me that inspiration, you know, that I had my children a little bit later in life. Um, and for me, it was thinking that, you know, I'd sort of fulfilled my time with my career, as other career at the time. And this was my opportunity to think, actually, this is something else that I'd like to do for me and for my children. And it's just so nice that when the book did actually come out and I, and I, ha- and I held the person in my hand, at that time, my eldest was actually three. So if you think about it, from starting so, the yeah. to actually getting it published and launching it, you know, that took three years. So wow. I'm not talking about something overnight, you yeah. know, that I, I understand that we all are very busy in our lives and there is a lot 
that we all have to do and take up with many roles. So I don't want people to think, oh, gosh, she managed to do this in a few months. And there. <laughs> it's like, what and, the hell? Who is she? <laughs> no, what, you know, it was the fact that, you know, my family do come first to me and yeah. my children were the most important thing. But at the same time, becoming a mother, I gave up full-time work. I went part-time. Um, I work in a different city to where I live. So I was commuting um, and I'm still commuting part-time. And so I wanted to maybe look at something that I could do in, in other times of the week, in other parts of the day, where I could spend quality time with my children, with my family, but still be able to maybe develop on something that will also help us for our future. And that is a great inspiration in itself that gives you that energy. It is amazing. And I just want to pick up on what you said, actually, just the whole thing of it took you three years to get to this stage. It was an overnight thing. And I think a lot of us, all of us sometimes do get caught up. You know, when you see someone on TV or you hear someone on the radio and you think, what? Like, who are they? How on earth have they done it overnight? But I think we all need to realise, and you're living proof as well, you had the idea, you worked throughout your maternity leave on it. But the whole point is you did a little, just a little step every day makes a big difference. Nothing mm. is going to... And you, when you become a mum, you can't go 100 miles per hour 24-7. It's just... I hate it when sometimes these business websites go, oh, yes, you must work until 4 o'clock in the morning. I personally don't believe you should do that if you're a mum and you want to, you know, create a happy life for yourself. So I'm so glad you brought that up. And... What else can you tell us about that story? So it took you three years to do that. Was it the case of, like we just talked about, a little step every day? It was. I mean, there were some days, maybe even a week or so, where I didn't even touch and, and put pen to paper, you yeah. know. There's various different stages that you go through with your child, you know, um, as they're developing. And as I said, that, that was the most important thing for me, my children. Um, so, you know, that they were never neglected with regards to this. That That was my you know, my dream, and that that was my utmost, you know, importance. But when I did have the time, then that's when I would put, I mean, it, admittedly, it was a little bit late, but part of that was because I wasn't staying up to do the writing in the book. I was yeah. taking the opportunity that I was awake due to other reasons, whether it was feeding my little one. Yeah. So, you know, I'd have little notepads here or there, and I'd just start jotting ideas. And first I thought, oh, this is silly. It's not going to get anywhere. Mm. But suddenly... It, you just put it all together and it, you know, it came to life. And like I said, it wasn't even finished by the time that I'd actually returned to my other part-time work after uh, my first child. I then picked it up again when I started maternity leave, you know, with, with my second child and having more time in some ways, but saying that having more time at that stage, I had a one and a half year old and then another child. So, wow. you know, it was very busy. It was very tiring. I'm not going to say that. And we all need our sleep. If we don't have our sleep, then we're not going to function anyway. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes, yeah, being a dietitian, I've got to promote with the fact that you've got to try and get your meals in. Admittedly, being a mum, we all know that that doesn't always come to, to light. Um, but it was a matter of juggling everything. And I think mm. it's being realistic, as you know, being, it's being realistic as exactly. to what you can manage. Don't yeah. set such high goals for yourself. Set realistic goals 
and realistic time to achieve this. So I'm laughing at this because a few years ago, this is actually, I lie, this was maybe even a year ago. I would literally, every day I write a to-do list every day because I'm like, I want to work to a list. But I will literally put 10 things on there, even though I know, actually, you can't do that. That's why I think another thing is don't get frustrated with yourself. Make, as you just said, Alicia, make a realistic <coughs> list of what you're going to do in the day. Even if it's only two or three things that you know you can do, anything else is a bonus then, isn't it? Definitely. Um, I think, you know, it, it, it is. And don't be hard on yourself. You know, um, being a mum takes up a lot of responsibilities, um, a lot of energy, um, and often a lot of other roles do come along with that. And as the children grow, as you've said, with your seven-year-old, you have other responsibilities that take up other activities, you know, sometimes even there's even less time. Um, but it's been, I, I really do strongly believe that keep belief in yourself, be realistic with your goals. And if sometimes you don't achieve it, it doesn't mean that you give up. Basically, sometimes you need a little bit of time out and you can always go back to it. I think it's always keeping that inner belief that it's something. if it's something you want to do in life, then I think that you can achieve it and don't ever give up on it, really. Oh, I love that. That makes me so emotional, what you just said. But it's great. And I think it's so important for mums to hear another mum who were all in the same position here. No one's like on a different level. So I think that's so great what you're saying. And we can do it. If, and, and like you just said, don't give up. I think it's so easy for us. Sometimes if we can't get something done, we're like, oh, we'll just not bother with that. Let's just not do it. But then what is the point? Then you're never going to get anywhere in life. You have to try. You have to fail sometimes. You have to keep... It's not easy. I know even for yourself now, your book's out. Now the whole marketing thing begins. That's not easy, is it? You've got so many challenges. It's taken you three years to get to this stage. And now it's going to, you know, it's an ongoing thing, isn't it? Yeah, well, sometimes I think the easiest stage is actually biting it. Yeah. (laughs) As you said, now it's actually marketing and getting it out there. Yeah. Um, so fortunately, as I've said, I've got a very supportive husband mm. um, who is into that sort of line. Yeah. So I've managed to learn and, and sort of like a guide and get support from him. Um, it, the book was actually launched in April this year um, at the London Book Fair. Since then, um, it's actually been taken to Cannes, which is brilliant. Wow. Sharjah, Bologna, um, so we are, and soon due to go to sort of like Singapore, so we are trying to promote it sort of worldwide as well, as well as locally. I think it is a lot of hard work now, um, but as I've said, you know, small steps, um, me, even having the first book sale was the most biggest achievement, you know, seeing the book being published. Uh, which I'll show you now. There we go. Ta-da! <laughs> so uh, seeing the book was the biggest achievement for me. When I first held it in my hand, I thought, right, you know, this is it. This is what I wanted. Anything from there is just a bonus now. You know, yeah. this is something that I created at one of the most special times in my life of becoming a mum. And now with that, I just strongly believe that whatever comes from that will be positive anyway. So However many sales come is absolutely amazing, positive. We've had really positive feedback from certain 
organizations in yeah. different fields, even thinking about TV, etc. And that's exciting. That's what I'm saying. This book, we haven't gone into it loads here, but your book is about this heroine, like a, a modern day heroine. And I can so see that as a film or even like, you know, like a cartoon TV show, just really inspiring the younger generation. We do have, I have to really big up CBeebies because I think they've got some brilliant programs on there for small children. But in terms of maybe even the teenage market, there's nothing there with a really strong female character. And even listening to yourself, you're so inspirational in what you're saying. And even coming through the book as well, I think it's the right time to have something like this that is getting exposed to everyone. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. And I want to also talk to you more about the marketing of your book because I love what you're doing. Before I get more into this, actually, and want to quickly tell everyone how we met. Um, so I met Alicia um, at the BBC. We were both featured um, on the BBC Asian Network on a lovely woman called Noreen Khan show. And we were a, a feature called Fabulous Women. So every month they have a panellist on and we literally discussed about kind of what we're doing now, just about our lives, you know, how we've done it. Um, and that's when I met Alicia. And even when I met you then, I was like, oh, my God, like, how does she do it? Tell us the story about that day. You had to go and drop your kids somewhere and then you come to Birmingham and... What did she uh, do? I spent a lot of my time on the M42, put it that way. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> living in Birmingham, but working in Nottingham. And all my family, actually, are based in Nottingham. And my mum, love her, is actually um, the super grand, uh, the super oh. nanny, shall I say. And um, that day, I had to leave my children with my mum to look after and then I drove back to Birmingham Studios, of course, to appear on the radio show. Then after the radio show, I then returned to Nottingham to pick up my children. So um, it is a matter of sort of juggling all the time. Like I said, I do spend a lot of time on the M42 because my other job is actually <laughs> in Nottingham. Um, wow. But family support is a great thing. And, mm. you know, I never thank my mum enough. But at the same time, like I said, she's the one that's given me that inspiration to actually achieve my dreams and my goals. And um, it's been, you know, I, I couldn't have done this partly without her either. So it, oh. has, it has been great. Um, and, hope, and through her, that's what inspires me to hopefully be a fantastic mom and also realise that how you can juggle so many things to try and achieve what you want to achieve. And like I said, some days, you know, I get very tired days where I think, oh, I can't cope with anything else. Um, mm -hmm. And other days, you know, you get a boost of energy and think, yeah. And as you've said, with marketing as well, there's days where you think, oh, gosh, you know, are we getting anywhere with this? And then one little thing, and that can give you that boost to yeah. think, yeah, we're going to do it, you know. Exactly. And so we're not going to give up. We're going to carry this on. And, and that's what you can in doing. I think with a lot of careers, you know, or with anything in life, you know, you get a lot of doors maybe put back on your face and a lot of the times the doors will open and it's just that one door opening exactly. that can just change your life and, and it's like what you've been doing the key is just to keep going like exactly. never and never don't get a disillusion like we just talked about them one radio show everything can seem so glossy when you don't know people would have heard you on the radio that day they haven't got a clue that you were up at whatever time you had to drive all that way come back to Birmingham so I think 
again, when we're looking at different people, because I think it's only natural that we compare sometimes to other people. Um, but just always remember that whatever you see on TV or read or listen to on the radio is not glossy. You don't know the backstory behind. That's why I really wanted to talk about that, because people probably didn't realise just one day as a mum <laughs> what you had to do. I think I think we always look at that, don't we? We look at the outside picture, but we don't look at sort of what's happening um, further beneath that. Um, and at the same time, I'm not going to, you know, we're not going to complain, you know, grateful for what we have. Um, I'm never going to complain about anything that I have to do for my children um, and anything that comes along with that with regards to anything that we achieve in life. As I've said, you know, um, I'm always grateful for and see it as, uh, as a bonus. And that's what inspires me because I want to create a future for my children. And you never know what's going to be happening around the corner. I think exactly. it's always nice to feel that you're prepared to be, always be there for them in many different ways. And, and that's what gives you that inner energy and strength. Exactly. I love it. Let's talk about your marketing then, because I do love this as well. So if any mum out there, you know, is selling products or whatever you're doing, I think it's important to think outside the box sometimes because you've released your uh, um, book, like you said, a couple of months ago. But what I loved about it is you when you give the book, you've got other stuff. So you've got your chopsticks that you can actually eat with. And you've also got um, a book magnet there we go um and I think that's such a clever I mean it's such a small thing to do but I think that's a really clever marketing thing because I've got your book at home and I've got your book magnet so even now when I'm reading other books I am using Alicia's book uh, magnet in there so it's I think it's about thinking about clever little ways and you don't have to do something expensive but I think that's really great what you've done to market your book, kind of really kind of think not just, oh, I'm selling a book. You're kind of selling the whole thing, really, aren't you? It's a product, isn't it, at the yeah. end of the day? Um, and as we know, with even like thinking about CBDs, let's just think of, you know, Teletubbies started on there, didn't it? Oh, God, and, and it's coming back again, isn't it? So basically, <laughs> they are relaunching it as a thing again, and it's coming on. Oh, are they? Yeah, they've had adverts of this because oh, I've still got the ones. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so basically, you know, it's um, you know whether wherever a market sort of starts, whether it's TV, whether it's a book, other products always come alongside with that. Yeah. And I think sometimes, as you've said, it's a matter of just getting the word out there. Mm-hmm. And as you said, with the bookmark, you know, what it's not just going to be used for my book. Once people see the bookmark, they'll use it for other books that they're exactly. reading. Yeah. But that name will always stick in their mind exactly and, and then they may have it in a book and somebody might be there next to them and say oh what's that book not and it's just a clever word of mouth of it obviously exactly. then out and about, isn't it and then with the book being called chopsticks which of course is the character of the heroine we just thought well we can't do that and her actual tool that she uses are actually chopsticks There's i love it things. i love that with that we thought well we can't create a character and not have chopsticks and so that's where we sort of created and as you said they can actually be used as chopsticks for people that love using those and and it was just another fun thing to do alongside the book so I'm I'm laughing I'm laughing because my son used the chopsticks the other day to annoy me by just banging on anything he could and I was like please I cannot cope with this today 
something, yeah. Actually, thank goodness I've kept them away from, from my little because <laughs> they haven't tried that. Um, but yes, you know, it, it is it, it's a clever thing of just thinking. And of course, at the end of the day, I'm going to say again, um, you know, uh, with this, we started the book, I've had my husband's support, but all the resources have had to be from us at the yeah. start. It's not been easy. And I think you have to think of the fuller picture. But hopefully, what we hope for, of course, is as it gets out there and people start to buy the books and um, it becomes more uh, familiar with with worldwide, yeah. that, of course, you know, we'll have more resources to produce further products. But at the start, this is where we thought it's the starting period to help with promoting the book. And there are two things that we know that whenever we give them out alongside the book, people love them, um, which is no. Great. It's, but it's generally it's just so clever. It's like a, a cheap kind of marketing tool, and about that brand awareness. Like I'm always going to have your chopsticks and your bookmark, and of course your book in my house all the time now. But it's like that thing of word of mouth. If someone sees the chopsticks in my kitchen, they'll be like, "Oh, what's this?" And then yeah. the story will come out, and then they might go and Google you. That like you never know where your next customer, or just in terms of people getting to know your brand, can come from. So well done on that. I, I love that. I do not. I literally cannot wait to listen back to this episode. It's make. I'm so. I'm just so impressed of your kind of poise and your positivity and how calm you are like I'm always like ah, ah, ah. so I'm just really impressed of your you know, just everything you have done so far um, and I'm sure so many people listening to this as well but if it's another thing of being a mum isn't it sometimes you do feel overwhelmed sometimes if anyone is feeling that right now if anyone is listening to this and thinking oh god I want to make my dreams come true as well I really want to do x y and z what would you say to them as that kind of first baby step that they can do to really kind of set them on their way? I think basically, for me, there was no better feeling than becoming a mother. And for all mums out there, you know, I'm sure that you can sort of share that moment with me. And I think the best, I think the only thing that I could really say is that you need to grasp this positive moment in your life let that inspire you to fulfill whatever dreams you've got. Um, don't let um, anything stop you from achieving whatever you want to do. And that can be something really simple. It could even be something, whether it's actually um, starting a new career, whether it's even just thinking, I'm going to make time for myself. And, yeah. you know, every week I'm going to go out for an hour and socialize with my friends. You work that. You know, I'm... I use that positive um, time in my life to actually become an author and produce a book. And as I've said, that came over three years. Um, But there are small steps that you can do. And yeah, my small steps were putting pen to paper and letting my inspiration and creativity flow. And that's what sort of got me away from certain tired times that could occur at at that time in my life. but for others, it could be anything, you know, and I think you've just got to believe in yourself yeah. and take this positive time um, to do whatever it is that you want to do. Oh, do you know, I have 
absolutely love this. Seriously, I feel so inspired now to literally just go and carry on with what I'm doing. Because before this call, I was talking to you, wasn't I, Alicia? And I was just like, oh, you know, I'm just having one of those days where you just feel disorganized. Like things, you know, I've just launched my first product. Everything's going, ah. But I just feel, you know, especially talking to you, just, you know, just stay calm as well. And just take those little steps every day. And what you mentioned right at the beginning of the podcast as well is literally finding those pockets of time I think is the key is really finding even I do it now sometimes my son might be in the shower I'll jump on Instagram for five minutes and just do what I need to do on there as long as you're doing something is better than doing nothing and just wasting time exactly I mean my children are in the house right now but you can't hear are they, them. <laughs> are they where are they in the same they're not in the same room as you are they're they the same room. <laughs> uh, luckily um, the dad is with them but you know, as I've said, I knew that I'd be doing this with you, and I've made that time for it. Now, for the rest of the day, I'll be enjoying it with, with my family. So, you know, it is all a matter of a balance in life, isn't it, at the exactly. end of the day? To live your life to the fullest, be happy. As I've said, life brings its ups and downs, mm-hmm. but that self-belief and, you know, inspiration to just achieve whatever you want to achieve, whether it's even just simply getting through the day with all those millions of tasks that we have to do or doing a little bit more if that's what you want to do. But you know what? Um, Just keep positive. That's what I say. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Where can we find out more about you? Where can we see your book? Where can we buy it? Basically, my book uh, can be ordered at any of the major bookshops or Amazon. Um, and there is a uh, website, which I'll make sure that I tell you sort of correctly. Um, yes, make sure you do. Don't send us to someone else's. It's uh, which is spelled C-H-O-P-S-T-I-X dot TV. And that's where you can find out more about Chopsticks and the character because um, we haven't really had much to discuss about that but basically she's a very family orientated girl and it is through the loss of parents that she goes through life and again I think it all brings the value of family into it yeah. um, so hopefully you know people will relate to the book of all ages and male or female so please do check the book out and also then of course we've also got the children's character books which I did tell you about which I know you've got. Aki and Kami, oh, I have these lovely little teddies. And as you were saying, Dina, you know, like with the book, we've got the little characters and the children look, well, actually, at some of the book fairs, we've actually had people as Aki and Kami and we've had adults coming and wanting to cuddle them. Oh! It's amazing. Um, so, you know, and that's on www.akuandkamu.com and that's spelled A-K-U and um, K-A-M-U. It's just brilliant. I just love what you've done, what you're doing, how you're just really building this brand around your books. Uh, It's just amazing. So seriously, you're fantastic. Well done. And if you've missed any of Alicia's links, do not worry. I'm going to put everything on her blog post. It's going to be on mumtomillionaire.com forward slash episode 36 and make sure you do go and check that out so you can see all of alicia's links and we'll have a lovely little recap of this episode as well i'm gonna put some nice little motivational stuff on there as well so people can pin it on pinterest and put it on instagram whatever they want to do mumtomillionaire.com forward slash episode 36 thank you so much for coming on the show 
I think we have really enjoyed it and um, it's been great and congratulations to you as well Vina for all that you're achieving and for doing this it's absolutely fabulous Thank you so much. And remember, take action today, not tomorrow. Be confident, be brave, be you. Thank you so much for being part of the Mum to Millionaire journey. Mum to Millionaire, I empower you to take control, make money. Mum to Millionaire, you can have it all, we won't let you fall. Mum to Millionaire. Please like us on Facebook com forward slash mum to millionaire love you <laughs> love you too mummy